everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby. If you're brand new to this show, the show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering. So on today's episode, we brought on a special guest. We brought on none other than Max, aka Max Makes Magic and probably also better known as the quiz show host of Battle of Wits, a very relatively new Magic the Gathering quiz show, which you can check out by searching for his YouTube channel, Max Makes Magic, or looking at the show notes below, or searching, I guess, Battle of Wits, Max, maybe? I'm not sure exactly what YouTube search you would look for, but we had him on, we discussed his quiz show, discussed Magic video games, so much other stuff, some IT stuff as well, too, so there's a little bit of geeky IT stuff in there, so, you know, deal with it. Uh, Anyways, so before we get into the interview, uh, let's get a few announcements out of the way. Uh, you can help support this show's Patreon at patreon.com slash magicwithzuby. Uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at magicwithzuby, on Instagram at magic underscore with underscore zuby, and you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com, and you can check out the show's Discord as well too. I'm going to make sure the link is in the show notes below, and come hang out with me, and come hang out with some awesome people in the Discord as well. So, and then we've got two quick little ads out of the way, and then we will get on with our interview with Max Makes Magic. Well, hey there, Zoe. Why the long face there, chum? I just want to order some magic cards, but the shipping was too expensive. Too expensive? Well, did you know if you go to LegitMTG.com, you can order any magic cards, and anything over $2 or more has free shipping. Wow, free shipping at LegitMTG.com. That's amazing. You heard that right, Zoe. Free shipping at LegitMTG.com with any order over $2 or more. Be sure to visit today and get the best deal on Magic Singles and Magic Sealed product available. Wow, that's amazing! And that is how you beat the latest standard meta with Abzan. Ugh, it feels like there's no magic content out there for someone like me. Someone who doesn't want to be competitive. Someone who is... Who is... Anormie? Yeah, exactly! Anormie! Well, have I got the show for you, the all-new Magic for Normie show! Hi, I'm Pixie. And I'm Zuby. Together, we host the all-new Magic, Magic for, for Normies. Normies! It is the Magic the Gathering show for all your Normie needs. We don't care what deck got into the top eight or what deck is winning, We care about having fun playing magic. That's right, Pixie. You can watch us on Pixie's Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixiekittenplays and catch the VOD on our YouTube channel, pixiekittenplays. If audio is your thing, you can find episodes on the Magic Wazubi RSS feed. Do-do-do-do-do. Magic for normies. All right. Hey, everybody. Zuby here, and I've got Max with me from Max Makes Magic. Um, Probably know him... Probably more for uh, your 3D printed stuff that you do. And also now you've started this quiz show, uh, Battle of Wits. And um, I wanted to bring you on, talk to you more about that and talk to you, just talk about you and talk about whatever comes our way and go from there. So how are you doing today? Not too bad. Yeah, I've I've just finished uh, filming episode five of Battle of Wits, which is kind of exciting. It's been a a very hectic few weeks trying to record and... uh, I've recorded like three episodes in the last three weeks. Yeah, um, I was I was about to say because I thought you only put out two episodes so far. Is yes. it okay? Okay. Yeah. 
it's, it's, it's a it's a big old batch at the moment and i've got to uh, edit them all together it's which I've, I've got that fun to look forward to um but yeah it's it, we've got some really good ones coming up as well um which is quite exciting so some really big names on there i'm very Ooh, nice yeah, it, it's been really fun so a- anything you want to spoil or not yet Ooh, uh well i mean the, the guests aren't secret i mean so we've got like uh spice eight rack has come on we've got mana oh, cool. curves yeah we've got we've got some big names we've got um artists we've got writers yeah we've got, I'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying not to limit it to you know standard streamers or video makers or anything like that because yeah there's so many other different types of creator in um you know in the magic community and i'm, I'm trying my best to sort of uh, shed a spotlight on all the people that uh contribute so yeah no, like, like i said last last week was um we i had some alter artists on which was a really good one so kind of an art themed quiz uh this week i've had uh, a bunch of like writers on which has been uh, pretty good so I tried to make a, a few more writey uh themed rounds but yeah it's been um it's been good it's, it's quite tricky to try and gauge how difficult to make these these quizzes but oh my um, god the first two episodes so difficult <laughs> oh my like yeah, i yeah. i'm not that deep into the lore of magic like i know the basics of the lore right yeah. like the basic general storyline and like the first two episodes i watch i'm like i don't know any of this especially um <laughs> and i'm so bad with card art and card names like when you do the one where you have the picture and you scramble it or, or you pixelate it really bad yeah, yeah. i'm all like i have no idea what the heck it is and then yeah. someone says it in like the first one i'm like how the did they even figure that out <laughs> like i can't uh, i can't tell at all so I think you need to do an episode like I need to come on there, but it needs to be like normie style, like like na- <laughs> yeah. name name the green planeswalker that was in M20. Like, oh, that's Nissa. Totally know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that's really one of the hard things. It, it, like, like I said, it, yeah, ga- gauging the questions for the for the guests is it's a really hard tightrope to be walking because like I could go and say in the Thran like random i actually i haven't read the thran but you know it is canon in magic you know so i you can go that kind of deep so one of the one of the things i've really got to watch myself doing is like is this question actually answerable by anybody or or is it just like the absolute uh proper proper old school magic nerds that they all know this so Not do that you, that's a bad thing like yeah the random knowledge that people get is, is fantastic do you have someone helping you with the questions like maybe just doing a a peer review of them to make sure they're not too hard too easy or anything not at the moment no no at the moment it's just all me um and it is it's, it's a little bit tricky but it's at the moment it's sort of manageable i i've sort of got uh, a big spreadsheet of here are the games that i've made uh, mm-hmm. here are the ones that worked here are the ones that didn't here are the ones that are kind of easier to do uh because there's anything that's picture based is somewhat tricky and i keep like for the art round one i i gave myself a massive task by it's like oh i'll have about five different rounds where i have to make my own custom card art and that takes lots of time <laughs> so anything that anything that's uh, arty is is Take, takes the time anything that's kind of wordy is not so bad um, yeah. but in terms of like the, the actual questions I, I feel like I've got a pretty good uh, balance on where people are at um, sometimes I get it wrong but yeah <laughs> I, 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 ideally I think ideally I would have a partner who, who would be able to just read them over and go yeah this seems fine um, you know you, you, people are going to enjoy this um, maybe in future we'll see 
No, it's a, I mean, so far the first, the two episodes I've seen as of we're recording this here, um, by the time this comes out, I don't know if you're going to have another episode out or not. Um, we'll see. <laughs> so, um, it's, I, I watched that first episode with Gavin. Holy crap. He yeah. just, he like knew everything just he right away. annihilated people. Yeah. Um, that, that was not expected. So the, the background <laughs> story of that episode, um, so I was, I had a, a set of three people lined up for that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, one of them dropped out for health reasons. And that's completely fine. One of them didn't show up for a filming, which kind of sucked. And so the next day after that, I was a bit, bit like disheartened. I was like, Oh my God. Right. Okay. Right. And Pick it's your first up, episode I, I, too. And exactly. First episode. <laughs> and you, you know, I've put all this effort into all these, all these questions. I, I thought, you know what? I've got a really good thing here. A really good thing going. And I just, I, I had a day where I was just like, I'm just going to email people that are not going to respond. So I, I sent an email, I, I, I tweeted at Gavin to say, hey, Gavin, I want to DM you um, about a quiz show. And he was like, okay, great. And so DM'd me and I, I, I proposed it to him. He's like, sounds great. Yeah, when you want me. I was like, what? <laughs> what, what what are you talking about like you, you you're a busy person what are you what are you doing right. here and he, he's like no 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 you're, no, you're really designing the game that we show. love right <laughs> well exactly <laughs> uh, but he's like no i i, I love magic, magic trivia i love magic trivia so he, he was he's been really really um he, he really supportive about it and then um i i i tweeted um a dm'd merchant who i i think i met at uh magic fest 2019 mm-hmm. and uh he was like no, it sounds great. We we should we should get that set up. And that, those were like completely unexpected guests. Um, and so yeah, get, I, I sort of balanced it for the first three people, and then Gavin came in and, and like you say, just completely swept the floor with everybody. Yeah, and it was insane. It, it's I, so far it's been. I, I'm trying really hard to both get a, a set of people that are, you know, going to be fun and exciting, and also have like a, a common theme on on the show. But also uh, that aren't going to annihilate each other when they play. Um, so I kind of want to keep it a little bit fair, and I, I've got a lot better at that in terms of the scheduling and also uh, the knowledge that people have. So yeah, it's 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 a really intricate balancing act, and I'm I'm trying to get more and more people on all the time. To uh, you know, I'm I'm approaching more and more uh, creators, and hopefully we'll we'll get some really big names in in the future and we'll see what happens no it it looks like a lot of fun uh what was sort of your inspiration for wanting to do this oh wow um so one of the i i I have a friend who is really into magic um or was really into magic got so sort of got me really interested in it uh but he he's really interested in a uh college humor show called um actually which is a it's basically a, a quiz show where the the guests, uh, where the the presenter will ask questions about um, he'll, he'll say statements about nerdy things, and um, one of those statements will be wrong, um, or rather the, the statement will be wrong in a way that you have to work out how it is wrong, but on the face of it, it looks completely fine. Like you know, there are two Mario brothers. Um, like and it'll go into details about like the mario brothers and you're like that looks just completely correct and then somebody will buzz in and go actually there's a third one that you don't know about it's it's it is canon but you know there's there's these reasons and 
you're like, oh my god, how how do you even know that? Um, so that was sort of that sort of turned into um, the judge round in my first quiz, which is sort of I, I posed a question about something about magic, which seemed completely obvious, um, which was the fact that there are fifteen gods, except that there aren't in Theros. There are actually sixteen, or there were sixteen gods, and that that was. That sort of was the the catalyst for everything else. Uh, I realized that I couldn't make an entire quiz out of that because that would be um, a lot. Yeah. But then there's a there's another game show in the UK called Richard Osman's House of Games, which is sort of a, an accumulation, like a combination of many different puzzle rounds. Um, and I sort of took inspiration from that. So uh, he has, has like five rounds all different like they scramble up um the guests don't know what's coming the final round is always the same thing which is um uh words smashed into each other um which i sort of borrowed a little bit for one of my one of my rounds yeah. the, the sort of general concept of take you know t take some rounds but don't keep them the same each time which you know kind of keeps it a little bit fresh for the episodes also makes my life a lot harder but i think it will make the um like the longevity of the show uh really good because uh there's there's quite a lot of games that you can get out of magic the gathering um which is uh somewhat surprising but it, it, i i have a, a bunch of patrons as well who are really really helpful for like coming up so there's a there's a tier on one of my patrons which is you get to ask a question um oh, i've had nice. some really really good ideas on that so so far it's been uh some really really good suggestions um and i've used quite a few of them in in uh, some of the rounds i've filmed in the last couple of weeks so um yeah it's the the the, the process is hard but it, it is definitely rewarding like i've just had literally not less than an hour ago i finished recording the fifth episode and yeah. the energy out of that episode the guests were so fantastic um it it's absolutely it absolutely blew my mind like um and everyone had so much so much fun about it as well so uh that's that's kind of what I what I just want to get in every episode, and that's kind of why I'm I'm still trying to push this through and do it. So yeah, it's really know, good. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. So um, you're. It sounds like you're you have some other names trying to you're getting lined up here, and um, have you? How are you not running out of questions yet? <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I know it's, you mentioned a big spreadsheet and all that. It is a real big spreadsheet, yeah. Um, basically, yeah, it's it's trying to come up with fresh ideas for questions. Um, there's quite quite a lot of the um, quite a lot of the game concepts have a lot of scope for them. So, one of the ones I added uh, in the last couple of episodes was the ultimate price is right. So, uh, depending on when this comes out, it might actually be a spoiler for an upcoming episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, essentially, what the concept of that is is that I will show you the prices of uh, cards, um, but not like standard cards. So, for example, the the, the judge promo for Survival of the Fittest uh, foil card for 2009, I think it was something like that. Yeah. Um, how much? How much does this cost? And it is surprising how off people are about the oh, values yes. of cards it is insane um but that that's quite a re that one was really really fun to do that one's quite low impact as well so i can i can go on scryfall and just be looking down and go 
really like that that card is worth that much money right um, no i know exactly like... what you're talking about it's I, <laughs> uh pixie and i we do a similar game on magic for normies every once in a while where we we call it guess the price and we get the chat involved <laughs> and i'll right. do the same thing like he, here's a revised version of you know birds of paradise how much is this mm. worth and you can't go over the price Yes, yeah, no, that's exactly the same yeah. rules. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that you just sounds like you'd be excellent at this game. <laughs> it, well, I'm I'm the one who's always collecting all the card prices and all that. I've never actually been a participant in um guessing the prices because <laughs> you're right, it's hilarious where and I love also showing uh like commons and uncommons, you know, ones that are mm. worth no money at all, and see how wrong people get this. Like, here's a common that's worth you know, according to cardsphere.com is worth nine cents. And people are like, oh, that's 25 cents. Oh, that's got to be a dollar. That's 75 cents. It's like, whoa, you're all completely way over. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, one of the nice things about that round for me, I, I was pinning people to really high prices and then I threw in a, a, a cheeky low one. So it's like, because um, that that's really, really fun where he's like, oh yeah, this this is like, oh, it's $100, $200. And then you, you throw in something like a, that's a $9 like uncommon or something and they're, and they're like oh only nine dollars and it's like well you know you, you can't go over so um yeah it's it is really weird just seeing the random prices that you can get for stuff i think my favorite one so far has been um the there's a treasure token that you could only get from china there's a, it's, it's like giving away in um, one of those red gift envelopes uh, yeah. back in 2018 or something and each one of each one of those uh, treasure tokens is foil and it's like $50 or something it's crazy which is and, and but in the episode i think somebody was mentioning that, uh, that they have a friend with an EDH deck who um they i think they have like a, a play set of these like tokens so $200 oh, wow. spent on tokens just right it's crazy <laughs> no but that's cool so um do like the one thing that i st that immediately comes to mind is like a longevity of type type of this thing with having to constantly come up with questions do you ever see yourself repeating topics and questions or anything down the road or or how do you like how are you trying to battle like how long do you want to keep doing this and if you do want to take it for you know like a couple years or something you know how, how are you planning on keeping it fresh it's a really good question. Um, one that I'm, I'm like worrying about a little bit, obviously in the back <laughs> of my head. Um, I think for the, the my, my main plan is to sort of do like eight episodes to start off with, see how that goes. Uh, then maybe have a bit of a break just for coming up with questions and trying, yeah, like, like you say, tr trying to work out what the longevity is. Because I, I don't want to get to a point where it's like, I'm just cranking out old questions because you know that's that's an easy thing to do and we we get guests on it's if i'm not generating new questions each time then that kind of sucks but there is going to be a limited amount of magic trivia that um exists so we'll see i think is the is the honest point um i'd like to get a, a couple of seasons out of it at least um i would like to get a, like uh, a a grand competition I know, I know gavin's been very very vocal at me about saying i want to be back in the grand final and i hadn't even considered a grand final by that point and he's like no i i'm, I'm coming back for the grand final there is going to be a grand final oh so like, dang okay, fine, gavin okay yeah you, you wanted it you, you get it so um we'll, we'll probably get some of the high scoring uh winners back on that 
uh, for for one of the later episodes, which would be which would be quite nice. Yeah. Um, so I guess that brings up a question: like, how are you? sort of doing this so if someone wins the show like gavin for instance are they moving on to another type of round or something like that or it's it's nowhere near planned enough for that okay (laughs) we will see is the honest answer uh my 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 best guess at the moment is that i will probably uh hand pick um a couple of people for later episodes and we'll just have a sort of grand finale sort of thing um we'll see how it goes I'm, I'm i'm sure i'm sure by the time i get to it i'll have i'll have thought of a decent decent plan well nice and you mentioned you mentioned seasons as well too like how many episodes are you trying to do per season right now at the moment i so like i said i'm going to try and keep it to eight um okay next next season might be 10 so uh, i have um sent a proposal to the magic wizards green light fun thing oh um, yeah god yeah. knows god knows when that's gonna actually uh yeah has anyone any heard from that <laughs> no not to my knowledge um so i i have sort of been frequently not well infrequently asking uh on twitter just like pinging people saying well, you know, what's the what's the idea here and it's it seems from a reading it like you should hear sooner than i have but the logical uh, outcome is that I'll have heard something probably by the end of October. That's the hope, anyway. So the deadline is the end yeah. of September, and they say a month from there. So they'll have chosen their green light applications by, in theory, the end of October. And well, if I, I get in, get I get paid. in. If I don't, yeah. then what? Well, the money is um, like earmarked essentially for an editor. So part part of the problem is that I'm I'm a full time. Uh, worker and i have a family and i would like to be able to pay somebody to just cut the things together that i've got um i know and, what you mean i know what you mean yeah <laughs> it's 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 hard it's um yeah my, my wife is not especially happy with me recently with the whole uh oh yeah i'm gonna spend a couple of nights a week on this quiz for the last three <laughs> weeks but, but yeah she, she she sort of understands that um you know this is this is kind of what i like doing and um, there's going to be a break now as well. Like I'm going to do some editing. It's going to be low key editing. Um, the editing's not the, yeah. the hard bit anymore. So that's good. Although the first episode took me like two months to make because I was fixated on um, special effects on the video. And that, yeah, I, I, have, I have this sort of thing in my head where I know how I want a video to look when I'm making it. And if it doesn't look that way, then I get upset with myself because it's like, yeah. well, I know I could do better here. Um, but then you get sometimes i just get into stupid mental things like i really want the outline of everybody's picture to have a little smoky effect it looks like they're looking through a magical portal and it's like <laughs> i can describe that that's fine yeah then you actually come in to implement that and it's like oh that's really hard that's really hard to do in in video land if you are um trying to do things on the cheap or for free um yeah so yeah it's it's it took a while to do that and in the middle of that my computer completely died so i had to oh no sort of re- i had to, i had to rebuild my hard drive and my entire editing um environment so oh that was, that's the worst that was exciting yeah <laughs> yeah so what what, what happened yeah, that, was that the hard drive died or no well uh i was trying to i, I the but this is for technical geeks um so it's my, all right uh, well yeah <laughs> i was uh the, the technical geeky bit is that my hard drives were too slow to to edit the video fast enough so i I was trying to move my ssd off a small ssd onto a big ssd and that made windows unhappy 
um very unhappy um... and then yeah so i don't know if you if you've seen the xkcd comic which is like oh i'll just install this program how hard can it be it's like two hours later well that computer's gone but we've still got access <laughs> to this computer and it's fine it's like 14 hours later well yeah. if you stay here the sharks will be fine that is literally what happened with this is like well i've got this hard drive how hard can it be it's like okay well i've 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 got you know a backup of windows and OneDrive. And it's like well no actually what i've done is I'm in the BIOS. I'm I'm in like horrible Windows things. I've I've erased the wrong hard drive here. It's like oh god. Oh no. Yeah, but I took a backup, so that's good. Yeah, always backup. There's oh, always, god. always yeah. It's um I never actually backup Windows anymore because um yeah. I just uh which is probably you know I, I I'm in IT as well, so it's probably not like the smartest thing. It's because I, I install zero programs on my Windows hard drive. They're all on secondary drives. And mm. so when I just built this computer a couple months ago, um, all I had to do was just reinstall, like, the basic stuff. Like Nice, yeah. Um, but um, no, I finally got an M.2 drive, and holy crap, that thing's, like, way faster than a regular yeah. SSD. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And, and rendering speeds on this new computer, oh, my gosh. I could render a video and still play, like, Magic Arena, like, there's no issues. Wow. And, um... Yeah, that's great. Oh, uh, I'm jealous now. <laughs> it, it, it's great. And, um... And it's... I, I had to get a new computer because we're doing... Our kids are doing school from home this year yeah and yeah. so they're both in the office with me during the day and um i gotta basically babysit them i only have to yeah. babysit the younger one not the oldest one the oldest one she's fine the yeah. youngest yeah. one she's just all over the place but um so you mentioned before um that you're also in it but you do a little bit of programming you're a programmer well i'm i'm primarily a programmer yeah i, I okay i'm i work well, I was going to say I work for a, a telecoms company. I, I now, in theory, work for Microsoft, uh, which Ooh. is kind of cool. Uh, we we got we recently got bought out by Microsoft, so um, yeah. But I, I I'm a I'm a programmer. I've been been doing that for what? Oh God, uh, I've been at this company for about twelve years now, something like that. It's it's been it's been a long time. What um, languages do you do? Oh God, uh, so uh, started in. Uh, at this company, I started doing C. Um, we started moving into uh, Python and recently uh, Rust, which is uh, kind of a new language. Um, mm -hmm. It's a very cool new language, which um, essentially you, you're doing programming and the, the compiler will tell you no for a very long time until it tells you yes. And then by that point, you know that your program will kind of work and not crash and not have memory leaks or anything like that, Yeah, which is neat um it's really cool but it's it's one of those things where it's like you will be the, the compiler will be saying no you can't do this and you're like but why why won't you let me do this and it's like <laughs> oh because that's stupid and it will mean that i leak memory it's like oh good yeah that, well thanks for that but it's 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 one of those things where you have to really really think about your programming um which is kind of good because um it's more of a it's slightly more of a challenge i think yeah um and it you know it, it does stretch those muscles a bit in you in your head i tried to learn programming oh god it, it was before i really got into networking i thought i wanted mm. to get into programming and i started learning c plus plus yeah um, yeah yeah sure and or c plus or what, whichever um i think c plus plus yeah 
Um, so I got this book and just started, you know, doing a lot of the basics, like the hello world stuff and like how to do like if and then statements. And I think what kind of killed me off of it is when they wanted me to build a just like a blackjack game in it. Right. And and they're like telling you like all the lines of code, like how to do it. And I'm typing this all out. And for a simple like text based blackjack game was I don't know how many hundreds of lines of code. I'm like. The, the, it was just insane and um <laughs> yeah, I, I find yeah. networking way more fun and um uh, or i find it more fun and to do compared to programming like programmers like when you guys do that stuff like oh man that more power to you <laughs> well i mean like our company is like kind of responsible for a lot of networking stacks around the world which is kind of neat so I, oh, yeah, I imagine at some point you probably interrupt with some of our hardware, so probably <laughs> at least, least played with it. Yeah, probably because um, I, I've been trying to. I really need to sit down one day and start learning Python because I know with a lot of mm. SDN software defined networking, they Python yeah. can be utilized pretty well. Um, I need to really start sitting down and learning that. But what I'm trying to learn in networking now is um, trying like learning how to design like huge data centers like we're talking like yeah yeah, yeah. someone of the not the scale of microsoft or or amazon or anything but eventually get to that point because my company um that i work for right now we're going to be building a lot of regional data centers that are going to store a huge amount of data and um it's i got to start looking into like all right how do i design this and yeah, yeah on a budget too <laughs> <laughs> always, that, always that, that's budget. always the fun part it, it, <laughs> yeah it's like if you gave me if i had no constraints it's like yeah i can make the best network in the world but yeah. you, but when it's like you're limited it's like well, i can make it work may not work the best but <laughs> it, it, it'll yeah. get your packets to and from <laughs> Yeah, is basically yeah. Which bits do you want to lose at this point? Is you know we we can make it nice and pretty, but if you want, if you haven't got enough budget, it's like well, you don't get this bit, and you don't get this bit. <laughs> it will get you packets from A to B, but apart from that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's always fun. Um, so with you being Microsoft now, so tell me what's the latest scoop on the next Windows? Come on, you got to have it. <laughs> I actually we we're not we're not officially part of Microsoft yeah. yet. It's You're like a subsidiary weird. or something, or yeah, yeah. It's it's very one of those weird. I, at the moment, it's, it's basically like nothing has happened. Um, so so they bought you out, but nothing's been merged or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah, yeah. That that will happen. Apparently, it's a it's a, a thing called Microsoft Day. It's it's the day that everything switches over, which is oh god, kind of a weird concept. Yeah. Um, so far, it's it, I've not seen anything bad, so I'm pretty happy. About well, that's that. good. At least I mean, it, as long as you don't lose your job or anything like that, and <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> you, yeah, you know, because I, I mean, I that because I've been through a few mergers and through ac- and a few acquisitions and all. That's always like the scariest part. Like, well, do I still mm. have my job? Um, so especially, I don't really want to be job searching in the current climate. I think that kind of sucks, right? but. Yeah. Right. Well, are you working from home or are you going in an office right now? No, working from home. Um, I mean, I, I, I've been quite fortunate. The company I work for has um, let me work from home for uh, the best part of what five years now. So, oh, nice. Um, I moved to I moved up from London uh, back in 2015, 
to so basically to, so i could buy a house because mm-hmm. if you want to buy a house in london it's a lot of money and yeah if you want i can only imagine <laughs> <laughs> yeah could, could, uh, could you, so, you you probably could only afford like a little like hut <laughs> Probably in London, well, right? At, at best, I mean, yeah, it, 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 the prices are scary. Like, could, even could, even could you afford a box London? in London? Ooh, <laughs> how many sides? <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh, they, they, you can get some. The, the, the trouble is, like, uh, the the price of even reasonable apartments in uh, in London is crazy like it's like a lot of cities around the world i hear oh absolutely yeah and but even so the 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 company i work for uh their their base is like not even center london it's 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 north london and that's uh that's still very very expensive so i mean my my friends bought i think a an apartment for four hundred thousand pounds i think and it's like a a, it's it's a one bed apartment oh my gosh but it's 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 really expensive oh my god yeah it's it's mad but so i I just thought my my wife said to me it's like well we want a house we want we want to we want to be able to go out to have a backyard or something right yeah exactly right and so we said we made the decision my company was quite you know is is being being a place for you know i think was it seven years at the time they were like we don't really like people working from home but if you don't then you're probably just going to leave so well yeah no fine we'll, we'll, we'll work well, something out they did that so I, yeah yeah so i i went to a, a thing where i would work from home three days a week and then travel down to london for two days in, of the week which is, is that is that far um, for you it's a, it's pretty far yeah but it's not too bad because i can just work on the train um i mean trains are um, re- really expensive but overall it it, it was wor- it really was working for me so um, and then obviously all this hit and, yeah. you know, uh, everyone's working at home and we're not going into an office till God knows, probably even next year at this point. Right. Um, which kind of suits me because I'm used to it, but I, I imagine there's a lot of people who are coming to it for the first time and they're, they're, they're really struggling. But um, Oh, I love it's, working it's, from home. It's I've been doing it over a year <laughs> now because I started working from home last summer and um took me a little bit getting used to it, but now it's like, I don't ever want to go back into an office. I don't want to have to deal with a commute. I don't want to have to deal with any of that sitting in yeah, traffic. Because, yeah, um, I mean, in oh, the God. morning times, I, I don't mind commuting in the morning. It's just, you know, when you've had that long day and you got to have that drive in the evening time, you're like, especially when the sun starts to go down at like five o'clock in the afternoon, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, so I left when it was dark and now I'm coming home when it's dark. Makes you feel really <laughs> depressed. Yeah, when I was I was driving down a, uh, occasionally down to London, it would be like five a.m. start, and then yeah. drive drive all the way down to London before the rush hour traffic starts, which starts <laughs> oh. about seven a.m. around London. So if you're not yeah. if you're not outside the the centre of if you're not on the outskirts of centre of London by seven a.m., then the traffic is a nightmare, like a literal nightmare. So you get there super early, do a day's work, I think. If you can class it as work, if you right. you, you started at five a.m. and you've been going on the go for like four hours, and you're like, um, I'm I am here. You're paying me to be here. It's like ah, oh. and then and then leaving about four o'clock because it's like you've got to drive all the way back up home. So, it's yeah, it's it's not ideal. Like the train is so much easier for that, but then working from home is where I I'm I'm, I'm happy working from home. So, right, and you can get so much stuff done from home. Yeah, um, yeah. and you don't. 
like f- when I started working from home um, last year and then when I had to go in the office for a day for something, right? You don't realize how much time you actually waste in an office just talking with people, oh. chit-chatting. Like, yeah, you'll get work done and then, oh, hey, the, the water cooler chat. Like, let's talk an hour about the latest show that just came out or something or... That's you know. so. Th- that, that's some. That that's a really interesting point because like some people say that that's the thing that they miss. Like, and there are I, times I, I miss that. it. I there are times I miss it, right? But I yeah. I, I'd it, rather just get my work done. You know, <laughs> there are de- there are definitely days where I'd rather get my my work done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I I feel like some of it it just f- stems from I don't know some managers just not really liking not being able to see what their people are doing at right, all times. Yeah, it's it like con- if, if you're in the office, yeah. yeah, if you're in the office, you can see that people are doing things and that's great. But if people are at home, they could be doing anything. It's like, but people are, you know, people still have to do stuff. People are still uh, doing pretty much whatever they want at the office anyway. All I got to do is well, just right, look at the yeah. web filters and see how many people are hitting Reddit <laughs> and Twitter, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But, um, but no. that's, that's the thing. Like sometimes you just need that. Like for me, yeah. mentally, if I had to go all day without like not switching off once, that that's that's insane. Like, oh yeah. I mean, you, you'll have your days. Yeah, you'll have your days where you're doing nothing but work, like eight hours, like eight hours straight, right? But then you have yeah, those yeah. days where, like you said, it comes in waves. Like, um, for instance, uh, last week. You know, I was super busy in the morning, like, you know, doing all the stuff, meetings, emails, documentation and stuff. And then in the the afternoon came like after lunch, like I don't have anything to do. And thankfully, my boss, um, this is what I love about my company. My boss actually lives in another state for me. So I'm in I'm, I'm all the way down in Florida. He lives all the way yep. up in Ohio. And um, so he's pretty far away from me. So. <laughs> But but yeah. he but he's definitely like he runs the team in a mentality of I don't care what you guys really do as long as you get your work done you know yeah if you guys want to yeah if you guys want to watch Netflix and do your work at the same time cool you know <laughs> like it, exactly yeah and I find myself getting more productive yeah there are days where you know I'm super busy or some days where I just have nothing to do and I'm just sort of wait waiting around like. Mm, what's what's gonna happen <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i mean for, for luckily on those kind of days for me i i tend to just take a there's always there's always interesting programming challenges for me to do like because i've been in the company for such a long time you always accumulate these things in the back of your head it's like i wish i this did this like i just wish that this existed and one of the nice things about programming is you can just go and do that and especially yeah. if, if you can sort of for for me, I I'm I'm pretty lucky where it's like, well, I'll I'll go and do that and spend maybe half a day on it, and then I'll take it to one of my bosses or I'll show it to people, and they're like, oh, actually, no, that's really cool. Um, yeah, we should we should take this on. Um, so it, it's nice just being able to do that, and but it's nice oh, having oh, the freedom yeah. to, it's nice having the freedom to just yeah or just get on with your work for like eight hours so there are definitely days where i'd come in and just done a it's like no i'm in crunch mode at this point i i know exactly what i need to do i do not need any distractions from anything else i will just get on and do it and at the end of the day that's fine you know and then like you say there's some days where you come in and just like well what do i do now (laughs) yeah it's um it's that that happened a lot during the pandemic or, or especially like early on because I'm in healthcare 
And a lot of what right. my company does requires elective surgeries in the U.S. and all that. So when they pretty much stopped all elective surgeries, oh, man, for like a couple of weeks, I was just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. So I tried to be as proactive as I could, and I found a whole bunch of network issues I could fix and all that. Yeah, exactly. But at the time, I couldn't go do any of them because I had to be in the office to do it, and they didn't want anyone in there. So I'm just yeah, like, yeah. well, shit, now what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, ugh, that, that, that is one downside to networking because I can make all the programming changes I want on the switches, routers, and firewalls, but if I have to move any cables around, yep. I'm kind of it, SOL it, at that it always, point. It always comes back to uh, <laughs> to actual physical hardware. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's always the always the pain point, certainly. It's, it's, it's especially fun when you're trying to, like, bootstrap a system onto a new piece of software. It's like... No, I need to plug a USB key in. How do I do that? Right, it's try like, to do it yeah. remotely or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not not ideal. No, but um, so you also do. I I don't know. Have you been doing the three D printing lately? If you, it's it's taken a bit of it's taken a bit of a back burner to be yeah. honest. I I I've got projects sort of in the back of my head, but to be honest, the quiz I, I've only sort of got mental bandwidth and like their time for one thing yeah. at a time I know and what you mean. at the moment the uh the the quiz is sort of a bit more successful than the, the 3d printing stuff was which is you know just how these things go you know you try mm -hmm. different things and some of them are, some of them work some see of them what don't. sticks the, yeah exactly um the so the, the 3d printing stuff i think people really like it um it's a lot of effort for what you get out of it um i'm not saying that it's it's not it's got to be pretty um, expensive effort, like, too. It can be. It can be. I mean, like the the initial outlay on the 3D printer was 750 pounds or something like that. It's 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 a fair chunk of money. Um, I mean, that's not too a, bad. It's exactly. Well, it, it's sort of like the mid range. So it's a. I've got a, a Prusa Mark III. Mm -hmm. um, like one of the. It, it's it's a pretty decent um, printer. One of the things I like about it is that. You just turn it on and you print, and it will kind of ninety nine percent of the time just work. Whereas you you spend one hundred and fifty two hundred pounds on a um, like an Ender three, for example, which is the sort of uh, this the bog standard one that people say, oh yeah, you want a three D printer, go and get one of these things, and you spend forever trying to dial it in and print, and it's some sometimes it'll just fail for no reason, and sometimes the it'll uh, it, it just it just won't work, and you're like, well. I'd rather have the reliability. Like, I, I would rather just have the certainty that I can just say, go and do this thing, and it will just most of the time just work. And then some, some of the times it still buggers up and like goes crazy. And it, you're like, oh, oh God, God well, what do I have to do now? <laughs> so you, you get very adept at like taking it apart and ripping stuff out when it's not working and yeah. working around some of the foibles. But just where the, the technology is right now. And, um, yeah, I and mean, it's still quite quite early, I think, for for these kind of three D printers. There's whole whole different types of technologies as well. So I mean, this this one is one that just lays plastic down. But you've also got like resin printers, which are kind of cool. Um, kind of in kind of want to get one of those at some point, but they are proper money. Like they're they're quite expensive. Um, but you can get really really detailed models out of those that you couldn't possibly get out of. Um, out of a, a 3D printer like mine, because it's it's oh, just okay. the resolution is just uh, so much better. Um, but if you, if you want to generate large things, then 
this, the thing 3D printer I've got is, is absolutely great. So oh nice. But then the, the the problem with stuff like if I wanted to do magic related things is then somebody's actually got to model the thing, and I I mean I'm I'm okay at it. Like I here we go like, example. Oh, I see what you mean. Modeling like actually of yeah, yeah. Go, going so into a program and sculpting it essentially. Yeah, this is this is the Tolarian Community College logo that I made. I so this is like a stupidly noddy 3D print. Um this is uh like a wedge plus mm -hmm. a book plus a, a dragon's head on top. Um that took me that that didn't take me particularly long to do, but it it's still like I don't know, a couple of hours to do that. And Well, how long did it take to print? Oh, that was that one's probably a couple of hours. It, okay. Like, so it took you a couple not... hours to actually sculpt it on the computer and then Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then, actually and then even, even longer to print it. Yeah, exactly. So um, so you... just for that one thing, you're looking at maybe like six to eight hours just for that? Yeah. Pretty wow. much exactly. And <laughs> oh, oh wait, wait that's a lot of outlight. Wait, is that even count is that even counting like all the stuff like where you have to smooth it out and all that, like get rid of any of the uh, I don't even know what you call them. You don't necessarily have to smooth it out if you don't want to. I mean, there are layer lines that you can see, but a lot of the time people just ignore them. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's not the end of the world if you have layer lines like that. But um, if you if you want to be really really like anal about it, you can you can just like coat it in something and paint it as well and smooth it out with sandpaper. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, you, you you definitely can do it. So um, the crown, the monarch crown that I have. Um, so this is the this is the one I released on one of my videos. Um, yeah. This this was like primed and sanded and airbrushed. So that that was proper outlay of time. Like that was pretty crazy. The the number of um, iterations I went through on that as well. So each one of those was something like <laughs> uh, a good number of like a lot of a lot of hours. A lot of hours to do. Wow. Those. Um, and. Because they're quite big things, like you, you don't think about it, but it's, um, because the layers are so thin, essentially they're, they're like a fraction of a millimeter thin. Mm -hmm. You've got to build up if you're building up something that's that that tall. It, it does. It takes like ten hours or so. So, wow. um, yeah, it, it, that's not even the longest print I've done. I think the longest print I've done was somewhere in the region of forty-three hours. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Which, what the heck was that? I, I'm trying to remember. I think it was something. You could, the, one of the things about 3D printers is you end up printing things for your printer. So I think it was a bit for my printer, basically, like uh, uh, a reel holder, for example. But it, there's lots and lots of... I think you just fill the plate up with as m many things as you can and you just leave it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, 37 hours remaining. He's like, oh my god, okay, fine. Yeah, go, just get on with it. And just you come back to it every so often and just see, see if it's broken it or not. And if it has, then you, you sort of sigh... And then you, you you have to go and clean it up. A lot of the time, like oh say, nine times in you don't have that. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> the, the 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 worst ones are where you come come to it and it's like there's an hour remaining, and then you look over it and it's like oh the the filament jammed or the uh, you ran out of filament or something fell over or something has stopped has moved on the base and now it's printing into thin air it's, and you just look, look oh my god we've spent 10 hours printing at this point and now i have to do it all again it's like would would your printer be good for printing uh like little miniatures for like D D or something yeah so you want a resin printer for that that's oh so that's, okay that, okay yeah that's one of the things i 
I would love to have just I'm starting to get involved a little bit in Warhammer. Um, God, it's like you and a bunch of other like UK yeah. <laughs> content creators. It's like I, I think it's what Vince is like seemed to be the one who started all that. He he is a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I feel like since Vince got into it, I've sort of taken another look at it because I since Vince has said that, I know that there's a bunch of people that I speak to fairly regularly who are like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I love I love Warhammer. I'm like, OK. And um I think the the big thing is I've, I've got a friend at work um, who I've known for a very long time that he he's sort of like oh yeah I'm I'm really into Warhammer now and, but his his stuff is fantastic like he's he's a really really fantastic painter and I just thought you know what I'm sometimes I'm not 100 percent you know all in on magic it's like well yeah. maybe, maybe I just want to give Warhammer a bit of a go see what it's like you know the last time I played Warhammer was when I was in secondary school so we're talking. 20 years or so ago at this oh, point man. and it's and it and he's like okay fine um let's let's give it another go see see if i'm any better at painting or at least more patient <laughs> with the painting now i and, would not uh, be because i've got oh, so many because you know i play D D as well too i almost flipped my chair sure, yeah, over yeah. um and i've got a whole bunch of unpainted miniatures because i'm like i don't even care about painting them <laughs> it's like I I'm so bad at it because I've been I've been really curious to try Warhammer like I really want to try it because it looks so much fun. It's just yeah, the, yeah. the cost investment with it. I already spend so much in Magic and D and D. I don't need another hobby that I'll probably never ever play because there's no one in my area that really plays it. So I'm like, what's yeah. the point of even getting it if there's if I'd have to travel like two hours just to play it. Well, that's kind of one of the, the sad things for me is that, um, like, paper magic around my area is sort of non-existent anymore. There's, there's no local oh. game stores around me. Um, oh, no, I know what you mean. It's, I've got a spell table for mine. That's how I play paper magic the most. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I, I don't... I haven't actually played on spell table yet. I still haven't. You need to. Um, You've got EDH decks, right? I have, oh, a couple of pre-cons. I think yeah. five pre-cons. So I, 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 I usually get total MTG on the stream uh, sometimes. I need to get both of you on, get some more UK people on. That'd be good, yeah. I, 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 I met Matt at uh, Magic Fest 2019, actually. He was a really cool guy. So, yeah, we, it, it, so at some point, if, if, the, if the stars align and my schedules align, we should definitely do that, yeah. Yeah. So um, what were you saying about Warhammer? Yeah, so Warhammer. Um, yeah, so I thought I'd just try and get into that. Um, and... So far, going okay. Uh, like it, at the moment, have you trying actually to find played the or no? God, is no, it just no. painting the minis and all that? That that's the that's the next plan. But the trouble the trouble is when you when you have the internet at your fingers, it's like, oh, how do I paint miniatures? And they they, they get into massive long things. It's like, oh well, maybe you want zenith or shading and prime it. You need to prime with this, and then oh, we need at least four different colors per thing and you're like, oh my god really i just want to like, paint them so they don't look like plastic it's like I, so there's there's for, for somebody like me who who wants to basically do the thing right the first time yeah it's it, it's a lot up front sounds overwhelming like, it is a little bit overwhelming i'm, I'm i think what i'm my plan is is just to sort, sort of just get get in and get just paint them something see how it looks so my, my my idea is to make them look like the Eternals from mm -hmm. um, Amonkhet. Uh, so I, I've picked a a race that looks like uh, the Eternals. I'm going to paint them kind of bluey, bit of gold for the armor, 
see how it turns out. It might they might just look awful. At which point I'll I'll be able to pivot and say, well, actually, I'll just paint them a standard color scheme that I can go and buy normal paint for. Um, but I've, like I said, uh, I've got when I get something in my head where I want it to look like the thing, and that I want it to resemble, then I I sort of have to do that. And that mm-hmm. that's been the case for a lot of projects that I've sort of started in the background. Like I I've got a project that's been ongoing uh since god uh like february that's sort of been in the background and i've spent fair amount of money on it already but i i just haven't got to the point of actually finishing it yet um and it's got i've 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 spent money on custom pieces of glass being blown i've spent money on (laughs) uh like uh miniature fans to make uh a, a like custom smoke generator i'm just like max what are you doing like seriously what project just, just is make, this <laughs> just do, well i i'm hoping to i'm hoping that video will actually come out at some point so i'm not going to spoil it oh, okay but, um, okay okay it, it, it will <laughs> if i manage to get it done it will be it will be glorious i hope um we'll see like i say at the moment the all of the mental bandwidth is going to is going to quiz so um that one is, that one is in the back background. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It, it might be that one weekend I just crack it out and just like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get the the modeling clay out and do the next stage, which is, which will be fun. So, no, I I, I yeah. if if you if anyone can guess it from smoke generator, glassware, and modeling clay, then congratulations. I have I no idea like what yeah. you're even no clue, <laughs> no clue. Right. It's, it'll be fun. That I, I kind of understand how you feel like with different projects. Like I sort of relate that to podcast episodes. So, you know, mm. my show is weekly, comes out once a week, except for when I do set reviews, which I'm working on mine right now um, for Zendikar. Um, but oh, yeah. I've got like so many ideas for episodes, like either, you know, with guests or without guests and all that, that I just want to record them all. But <laughs> then like if I do, because I've got like, you know four years in doing this i've still got like 10 to 20 solo episodes i really want to do but then there's also still a whole bunch of people i want to interview at the same time so it's if i just do those 20 solo episodes then i'm not going to be interviewing people for like you know till next year something like that so it's really (laughs) tough so for for, for me it's uh that i i get ideas in my head like um the, the the rap battle i don't know if you ever saw that one but um i did a a rap battle between uh, Ugin and Nicol Bolas. I may um, have seen it. I can't remember. Is it on your YouTube channel? It's on my YouTube. Yeah. Um, it was enter the enter the rapper field. So it was a it was literally a rap battle between. Um, so Ugin uh, was sort of. God, what did I do? I I, got, I printed like three D printed a little bracelet to go around my neck with the words Ugin written on it and um, <laughs> like some some slant. Uh, uh, slatted uh, sunglasses and it was like oh yeah, yeah I'm, uh, uh, I think I said it was Ugin, Ugin the Lyric Dragon um, oh dang and then, yeah and then Nicol Bolas um, I, I made myself uh, I made myself some horns to go on the head oh nice so yeah that was cool um, and uh, yeah just made that rhyme and, and tried, tried to get that out because the trouble is that, that that idea was in my head um, mostly from it's because I, I keep thinking of lyrics for things, and if I don't put the lyrics into a thing, then it will just stay in my head, and that is 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 kind of a real problem with the magic stuff. Because 
one of the ones I wanted to do was a um I wanted to do a Fresh Prince of Bel Air yeah. um cover of the story of Nicol Bolas up until the events of <laughs> Amonkhet Block. Oh um, wow, that's hilarious. I, I, um well, I, I can't it was like um I was trying. Yeah, I was trying, it, it was really, the, the lyrics were fantastic. It was, um, I think, it was in, in West Dominaria, born and raised, because he was actually born in like Madara, which is in the west of Dominaria. Yeah. Um, and I literally had to go on the, the wiki to look at that. Is like, can I, can I, can I call it West Dominaria? Does that work? <laughs> and it's like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But but that never that never came out because I um I couldn't find a decent enough version of the uh, Fresh Prince instrumental version like you can't oh, find it on the internet. yeah yeah you, you got to get lucky and or unless you know someone who's really good at ripping off the lyrics off the yeah, song exactly, too yeah it's um <laughs> that, so that, that, that 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 was the thing that stopped that um and then but by the time by the time i'd like worked it up to like oh yeah well, i can actually go and record this now like amonkhet was about two sets in the past and it's like well this is not relevant anymore like what, hey, what, what it, is it even you know it could still be fun though even if you did it now you know yeah still I, be fun. I would <laughs> i mean remy's doing really well with his um with his videos i the the parody stuff is um is really cool my 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 main problem is i can't sing um at least i i'm not very good at it and my wife will attest to that fact uh, I would like to get better at it. Just the trouble is, is like, oh, I'd like to have voice lessons. Why do you want voice lessons? I want voice lessons so I can sing better in parody videos for Magic: The Gathering things. It's like it's not a great, not not a great thing to do. It's not a great use yeah. of money, but yeah, we'll see. probably not. Or not. It's like <laughs> it's like I I even have a Magic musical that I wrote up a couple years ago for oh, that like great. all these songs and lyrics, like all, all ripped off of Disney songs and all that. Um, and I actually, I, I still have a lot of it written down and I just never got around to recording because I needed other people too. And then it was just mm. turning into a bigger monster than it actually was. Um, yeah. Getting other people involved in anything immediately makes it about 500% more complicated. Oh yeah. In, oh, in yeah. my experience. So, uh, yeah. It's always, always tricky, especially when, when remote people as well. So, uh, and then trying oh, to make yeah. sure that, you know, Hey, you need to be on time and uh, need to be contactable and make sure your microphone works and your video works. And there's a whole lot of technical things that yeah, uh, it's yeah. just tricky for people to get. That, that's why I enjoy doing this podcast by myself. It's um because, you know, I've thought about having a co-host before and all that. And, you know, I've had people on this show multiple times and all that. But just having a co-host, it would just be, I feel, too much of a pain in the butt just like you said, like, okay, we got to set up a time schedule. And if one person isn't working, then oh, you can't do the show now. Yeah. For yeah. people that I managed think... to do that for years, like what you got the mana pool, you got, um, mm. you got a brainstorm brewery and all that. Um, they, they just been doing that for years and it's like more power to them. I couldn't, I, I wouldn't have the energy to do that. Yeah. I, I think for in like an interviewing podcast like yours, um, I, I don't think that would be a, the, the right format but yeah i mean like you say it, it, getting people on board at the same time and if you can't if you if your schedules don't line up then you can't record that yeah it doesn't feel great um, yeah having said that i mean so i i'm, I'm listening to a, a bunch of uk podcasts sort, sort of like while i'm running and uh you know it's it's yeah it's cool uh just to it's good when it works basically but 
yeah, I, I don't, I don't think for your, for your stuff, it would, it would kind of have the same vibe. I like the one-on-one -on -one thing. So, yeah, I try to keep it as casual as I can. Uh, what a UK podcast are you listening to? Uh, well, I, I will extend that to UK and Ireland, otherwise, um, Seven Tier will murder me. But um, so, <laughs> uh, the Budget Magic Cast is a new one from um, Emma and Scott. So that's Mzine and Seven Tier. Um, oh, okay. Okay. They, they 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 talk about oh like, yeah yeah i've heard of them yeah 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 it's 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 a new one but um i don't know i just i just really like it um and then there's the scourge divas as well which is um, yes. casey and kirsty and they just get angry at things and it's it's glorious to listen to <laughs> so um yeah it's, it's just it's kind of cathartic to to hear about a lot of stuff through uh through a very sweary uh, scottish person so <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and great. Uh, they, I, I, I try. I try and listen to as many as I can. But um, yeah, and they yeah, were both it, on your uh, your quiz show, um, the second episode. Yes. And that's um, right. Yeah. Oh shoot! What's her name? The one who like freaking kicked ass again? The Scottish Casey. one, Casey. Yeah, yeah. she freaking. Oh my god! <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. Like destroyed so, everyone. And and I just saw like at some point like Kirsty just sort of sitting there just like oh well I can't even get one answer. <laughs> <laughs> I felt a little yeah. bad. Yeah, well, I I did I, I did feel a little bad. I saw I I looked at when they both started, and I thought, oh god, Casey's going to really destroy this. But I didn't expect it to be quite that bad. I, yeah. I thought Kirsty would be, yeah. But it's uh, like I say, it's always always tricky to to gauge these things. Um, you know, I I could I could stick ringers in every episode. It's like oh, I want you to win, and I definitely want you to win. But yeah, I don't think that's going to be fun for anyone, especially people involved. It's it's nice when it's a bit closer. So. Oh, I'd like to see them and Gavin in the same episode just going off. Yeah. One, you, you, you need to have one more person that can at least um, hope maybe in the next three episodes you have someone who can um, who is just as good as either of them and see well, how that, that all that, goes. That might be the grand that might be the grand finale is just the, <laughs> the it, it probably will be at this point Casey Gavin and the third person who is just dominating an episode. So We'll see if anyone fits into that that description, but I think that that will probably end up being um, the grand finale of the uh, of the yeah. season. So, uh, which will be nuts to see. So, <laughs> but um, no, I'm I'm excited for it. It's uh, like I, said, I think you've got a good product on your hand right now with this quiz show. It's fun, um, and it's definitely not the basic sort of questions that like when I'll be honest when I first when you said you were first doing a quiz show and I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be the basic, you know, what plane did, you know, Garrett come from or something <laughs> like, you know, those kind of questions like, no, what you're doing is yeah. like really unique feeling and hard as hell too. Like just, <laughs> and, and some of the, Oh God, what's the one? Um, Oh God. I, it, it just completely, I, I don't even remember. It was in the second episode. They had to say like, a sentence or something to for the card name or crap what was it um or god, the, i can't remember at this point oh my gosh <laughs> so, it was so many episodes. It, it was just a really unique way how they had to answer it or i don't know i'd have to look it up again um yeah i wish i remembered but it was just stuff that just kind of blew me away like I, I i wouldn't even know like i'd just be sitting there like i feel dumb I feel really dumb. <laughs> well, I I think if I if I had just made a quiz which was just the trivia or um 
just standard questions i don't think it would have uh, captured people as as much as this has I mean, that might be why some of the it might just be that's why people have gone oh it's a magic quiz it's not you know it's just going to be trivia whereas you know it, it i'd like to think it's more than that so i think yeah. as word of mouth improves and people are like no it's not just a, it's not just simple you know trivia questions like not, not stuff where, like jeopardy style questions or yeah exactly j- just yeah, basic yeah. stuff no it's it's a lot more and it's fun as an audience member too, just watching it because mm. you, you know invariably you're gonna wanna uh, as an audience member watching it you're gonna wanna like try to guess along too and um is that my cat in the back it was yeah <laughs> I swear because she she's um she's yeah she's my orange one she's a freaking lovely cat <laughs> love her so awesome much cats, yeah um but uh no it's just fun trying to guess along as an audience member and um and i I think that's what you've captured really well with the two episodes so far um i I can't wait to see the next episode coming out um yeah i'm I'm really i'm really looking forward to the next one coming out definitely um yeah do you have an idea when it's coming out um so i will say the date that this episode that we're recording right now will come out should be september 25th so two weeks from it, now it'll i would say probably within the next week it'll be out okay by that point then so, so by the end of september i would definitely by the end of september so hopefully by the time this interview comes out we'll have the third episode out um and get to watch that absolutely if, if yes. not then hopefully shortly after because um <laughs> yes. no it, yeah, it, I'm, I'm i'm really looking forward to getting it out it, it, it was a really having connor on was was just a really fantastic energy and and so ellie and uh angelo as well they're just both all, all fantastic people so awesome awesome so uh as far as uh i guess any kind of other hobbies go what else are you into like what else does max really like i'm i'm kind of like that's a really interesting question so i recently it's been quite tricky for me to um because i moved up from london so a lot of my friends still live down in london so like going out in in person to do hobbies is um sorry my my cat just knocked something over and is now looking at me (laughs) with this innocent face like you fucking cat. sorry so yes continue (laughs) yeah so i mean I, i the the hobby i mean as we've already mentioned like the definitely trying to get into the warhammer i'm i'm a real big um fan of reading just i i'm loving uh at the moment the jim yeah the jim butcher books um so uh <laughs> harry dresden novels yes. really fantastic i don't think i've um, ever read that i've heard those are good though they're they're i i got into them i think day nine was going on about them at, at one point i was like i should probably look into that and got the first one and just thought okay so this is 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 a wizard story and but it's is written in such a gritty i'd like to i'd like to think it's such a gritty way and mm-hmm. he's done such a fantastic job at it there's there's a very good like in media res so it, there's there's not a lot of um uh, like uh, it, expansion on some aspects of things he'll he'll be, he'll tease out information across multiple books if you look if you if you know what you're looking for and on a reread it's like oh okay so that piece of information yeah this this, this makes t- total sense within like the, the the wider universe 
but he's he, the way that he doles out information at, at a sort of pace that is um good for the reader and good for like knowledge across multiple uh novels is really fantastic so you know the first episode doesn't even go into the world of fairy for example like they've got uh, there's a there's an entire plane called the never never which is um so there's like three fairy queens on the side of winter and three fairy queens on the side of summer and winter and summer are in like constant battle for example how many books um, are there of these oh god like 14 at the point at this point it's it, there's a lot are, um, are they all like con a continuous story or something yes, or all, all continuous okay, okay. all continuous story yeah um and yeah he's, he's just released one called uh peace talks and i think it was too long so they they bumped the second half of that book into a new one which is out in like november time which i'm really looking forward to um and then my other other favorite author at the moment is is actually you know back from magic uh brandon sanderson who he for me can't really do any wrong he's he's such a good writer um i need to read some of his stuff i keep hearing that like so many people tell me such a good writer and like some of the yeah oh God, what's the one fantasy series that he does um like the mist series or something or a mistborn yeah mistborn Mist mistborn Mist yeah mistborn is kind of like the, the the good thing about Mistborn is that he's done like to some degree at least like the main storyline he wrote six books is done so like you, oh, you're good. looking at George R.R. Uh, uh, R. Martin or whatever it's like oh, god like I've been waiting well, for that freaking book forever <laughs> well put it this way I I I was reading the was it what was the last one called the like the dragons one I can't remember it the, the 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 last book that came out was i think 2011 because yeah, the, that the, was i the winter I, I can't remember i know which one you're talking about though yeah, yeah i i was reading that book um on a car journey up to blackpool for my friend's stag do um since then i have met my girlfriend then married her and then had two kids and bought a new house and it's we still haven't had the next novel out yet and in that time, I think like Brandon Sanderson has probably written, I don't know, ten novels. I would I would be surprised if it's anything less than that. He he's a right. machine. And right, and George has no excuse. I mean, the show's already done. The show was yeah. <laughs> such a disappointment. Oh my god, was it such a disappointment? Season eight was just like uh... I, I I wasn't disappointed with what happened in the show. Like I, I think the series of the events could make better sense had they have actually given breathing time for the whole season oh, God, instead, yes. of, instead of just six yeah, episodes yeah, yeah. there should have been a full season 10 episodes of it because yeah. like Daenerys's descent into madness just didn't feel earned it just no, felt like like she it just felt like she's happy go lucky one episode then next episode oh no now I'm crazy it's like murder all the things you know, yeah. let's murder Which, everything uh, and I just yeah, remember I, being pissed off because it's like, why is she all of a sudden just angry? I mean, even and even like the even if they just had the cliff notes from George R. R. Martin, which I think they had, like the showrunners definitely just had the had how it's gonna finish. Yeah. But they 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 went for I, I think I'm most annoyed by like the Jamie storyline with um Oh right. Uh, yeah. Jamie I, and Cersei. Well, uh, or, the, or Jamie uh, and um, oh my Brienne. gosh, yeah, Brienne, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's just like, you know, where are you going with this? Like, 
I know it kind of went nowhere. Kind of, kind of unredeemable, but just give it. The, the, I don't know. I didn't like. I didn't like that choice. I kind of understood that he went back to Cersei. It's just like, oh, but you, there's so many choices here. The, the, at each point, they had a choice about how this <laughs> the show could have gone. Right. And it's it's as I think the problem is that they 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 they're showrunners. They they want it to look good televisually. So they're mm-hmm. they're thinking, oh, set pieces. We'll film this. It'll look fantastic. But then what actually kind of matters is the motivations behind the characters and you just don't get that from no uh the latter seasons there's there's just no there's there's no yeah like the last two seasons were so bad just looking back in it and and i you just made me remember um let's talk about motivations like the as cool as it was visually the whole fight between the hound and the mountain like it was so pointless like why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Well, exactly. Yeah. It's like the yeah. mountain was gonna die regardless because of the way the castle was just crumbling. You know? yeah. So why even have the fight? Because <laughs> it looks good. Because Ex- it looked yes, good, and that's that's, that's, that's correct. the problem. So yeah, that, that it, it, no, you're making me angry about TV, Zuby. Come on, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, as much as I'm looking forward to the next story of the book i'm also kind of not like i'm looking forward to it but i'm not holding my breath that it's going to be any decent that makes any sense same i yeah i i I think it's i think the tv series has actually kind of spoiled me and also just time 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 has i i found other authors that write better and more frequently so it's like right if he ever if, if he ever gets it out then great i'll probably buy it and read it so you know they've, they've got some guaranteed money for that but yeah like at this point it's it's just kind of sunk cost more than anything it's like i, I kind of just want to see it to see what happens um and if like they contradict the the tv episodes at all but i don't I don't relish the, the the fact of like, do I want to go back and reread all of the novels to get? I, I'm gonna. It come with- I'm gonna reread it again because there's so much stuff the TV shows leaves out because so oh, many yeah. characters and, uh, I mean that hell they left out the whole storyline of Lady Stoneheart with uh, uh yeah. the mother coming back from the dead and all that and. Um, I, I I I kind of get that to some degree. You can't have yeah. everything from the. From the from the show from the book but that was but. one of the most exciting parts for me especially what that happens at the end of the second or third book when they raise her back from the dead mm. yeah exactly i think it's, it's, i can't remember it's been a while since i've read it um, <laughs> yeah it's all, all sorts of blurs into one doesn't it yeah yeah uh the one series that i've been reading and i've been meaning to finish it but i got caught up reading the one piece manga and um <laughs> right. i'm almost caught up to like chapter 1000 on that Oh, wow. So, um, <laughs> oh, like the past two months, I've just been reading the hell out of that manga. Uh, I don't know why. I just wanted to read it again. So I I started reading the Witcher series. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And I love that book series. Holy crap, is it so good. Um, I need to get into that. I've, not, I've got the first one on my Kindle. I just have not pulled the trigger yet and, and started it. Yeah, the, the first two books in like the the reading order you need to read it in um, are more short stories. And I mean, it's pretty much like the first book is pretty much exactly what you saw in season one um, of the TV show. And then the books after that are like the first two books. Once you get past the first two books, then it turns into a novel. And um, I just really like the, um, 
the I guess the dialogue because a lot of the dialogue that the author writes Andre however you say his last name um, is very well written and even the action scenes are extremely well written too like you can actually sort of see it in your mind because I've always felt like that's one of the harder things to do as an author is really trying to get the action scenes yeah yeah, in, in a sense to where you can see and understand what's going on like like that was one always one of the things that i felt tolkien was really bad at um was describing <laughs> oh God, yeah. action like he well, he's, you don't you don't want a 20 20 line com, uh, comment on like how many people and where they're all from like the, the, the oh I, I love all that i love all that stuff <laughs> it's it's i felt he was always really bad at describing the action of like what's happening any of the battles or any of the fights or anything like that yeah. now he he was definitely way better at least like fleshing out a world and um yeah I've, oh yeah i've read that series so many times and i need to do another reread when i when i was watching the films because i i as a kid i could not get on with i think one of the books anything that was like not frodo and the the story of the ring i was just like mm, i'm just gonna skip this bit so when i was watching them i think it was like one of the movies it was like what the hell is going on here like i literally i've read this i'm sure i've read this book i know what's going on i, I should know what's going on here and uh it was obviously the bit that i just continuously skipped as a kid because i'm like no getting past this we're going, going to throw it out. it's like oh, oh yeah because yeah, like the ghost what the hell's going on yeah because they split the uh the books like that i i didn't like that at first i, I still remember my first read through as a kid um, when you get to two towers and they don't even talk about Frodo at all until halfway through the book and you're like, what's going on? Like why, where's Frodo and all that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, th th this might be a little bit of controversy if we're going to talk about Lord of the Rings. Um, I find that the two towers and the return of the King are both pretty bad when it comes to being faithful to the source material. Oh god, I haven't honestly. I don't think I've watched those films in a good ten years. I would have said, but I mean, they they were very impressive at the time. But, oh, oh, yeah, I think like, they're very impressively done. Like they're very well made movies and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember going. I think I remember going to see the last one at the cinema and re just at, at some point realizing, is it over? And it's like, oh god, no. There's more. There's more post-credit scenes it's like oh why why is this why is there suddenly elves why are they on a boat and... oh that's like but the then... best part oh i i do remember that scene yeah, return the of the king the like um when they're on the slope of mount doom and it just fades to black for like a couple seconds there be before gandalf rescues them with the eagles i i remember feeling pissed like are you kidding <laughs> me they're not going to do the gray havens what the fuck is this you mean they're just ending it there like they can't yeah oh, that'd be good. <laughs> but then there's that whole weird bit in the book where it's the the sort of they go back to the shire and then there's that whole like post the, segment yeah the scouring the, of the shire the scouring that, of the shire yeah where, where saruman never. took over the shire which i understand why they nixed that for the movie because you already had your climax of the ring being destroyed yeah and yeah. all that so as a as a filmmaker i feel like that would have just won prolonged it enough already because that would have at least been another 20 to 30 minute like exactly scene exactly, yeah. right there and it's like people are going to be like holy shit this isn't over yet so 
it, 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 it makes perfect sense from a from a filmmaker perspective. Yeah, I, I can. I still kind of wish they had it, but you know, <laughs> extended scene, extended scene. Right. The the ex, the extended extended version of Lord oh, of the God. Rings. <laughs> yes. Oh, I I I totally be down for that. Like if they ever made an extended extended version where they included Tom Bombadil, they um, <laughs> oh God, well, I mean, yeah. what was some of the stuff they left out in? two towers um on all the singing all the poems and all that stuff hell yeah count me in and all that shit yeah i i can't <laughs> i, I kind of get the point why they did leave that out stuff out because people will be like what the hell is this? why why what is why are they singing in elvish ah but yeah i mean I whatever it. i didn't it would have been cool yeah uh, it, it'd be nice to be a little bit faithful for for some bits but like you say it's gonna be it's always tricky uh, like when fellowship stuff. Yeah, Fellowship was the most faithful out of the three movies. Um, Two Towers, I still feel like Two Towers is the worst one to this day in terms of how much they changed. Uh, God. And I still, still, still hate the bit in Return of the King where Frodo turns away Sam while they're climbing up um, the mountains there to get to Cure Thungol. I, I hated it when I first saw it. I hated every single time I see it now. It's like, no, that would never, ever fucking happen. Peter Jackson, you're an idiot. And the proof I need that he's an idiot, go look at the Hobbit trilogy. Oh, God. I, I, that, that is one trilogy that I just have no interest in watching. It's, I mean, I I, I read the book. It's fine. I read it as a child. And I love that book. The, I've read it so many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. I honestly haven't read it since I was a kid, but the... Um, yeah, the, the, when oh, it, you could read like, it oh, in yeah, like a day, like if you picked oh, it up yeah, now, exactly. it's it's, but, but it's so good. When when, the, when they're saying like, oh yeah, well, we're going to split it out to three movies, like there's there's not enough in it for there three really movies. Isn't. It, it, <laughs> it, it could have been just fine with two movies, and that's it. Like yeah, I, I feel like two movies would have done it justice. Um, and I will say for the Hobbit trilogy, I feel like the first movie was pretty decent. Like decent compared to the other two um and yeah. and i still think they're very well-made movies for what they did it just i mean h- how is peter jackson gonna top lord of the rings um well, you know exactly, it's yeah. the hobbit the story of the hobbit itself is not as good as lord of the rings j- just by no, the books no. and all that no. so i mean but there was just still a lot of stupid decisions they made in the Hobbit trilogy. Did you ever watch the movies or no? No, I've, I've never, never seen them. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'd li- I'd like to, I think, at some point, but I think I've sort of missed the boat on it. Is the problem? I mean, they're. I think if you turn off your brain, and <laughs> completely forget what happens in the Hobbit book, um, you'll be fine. <laughs> sure. But um yeah. I mean the the 70s cartoon of the Hobbit is way better than that trilogy of movies anyway. <laughs> Did you ever see Wait, the Lord of the Rings cartoon? Oh god, there's a cartoon? No. Yeah, yeah, no, not it, it was it was made back in the 70s too. Oh my god, it's so bad. It is so bad. <laughs> um it that, that was um you know what rotoscoping is, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where they have like the real actor and they just sort of paint over it. And all that, mm. so there's so much rotoscoping. Um, you there are scenes where, um, God, it looks like Frodo, 
like the who, whoever was acting as Frodo is just staring at the camera, pleading for his life, like get me out of this film. <laughs> um, mm. Pretty sure they made Sam gay in that movie because just the really? way he acts is just like just what the fuck. Um, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not that's like saying that that's ba- I'm not saying that's bad or anything, but it's just no, sort no, no, of no. like totally not his character. Um, and just, um, some trippy scenes, like when they, when they describe how, like when Frodo first gets the ring from Bilbo and then sort of like 19 years pass until he actually leaves. Um, it's sort of like you almost can get a seizure from that scene because all of a sudden they just start flashing through all the seasons of the Shire and like really quick secession. You're like, Oh God, I'm going to, my eyes are going to bleed. Type thing, <laughs> and it's I, I love the part of the Balrog when Gandalf and the Balrog are fighting off. You totally tell it's just an actor in like some shitty ass prop costume and um, <laughs> just rotoscoped <laughs> over, and it's so bad. And um, classic Doctor Who style, yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. And and I love how so the movie is, I think, like almost two hours long. And they get up to the. It ends at the Battle of Helm's Deep, um. So they rush through so much stuff of it in it, and it's so it it's just terrible. So if you ever want to watch something really terrible, then you need to watch that. <laughs> and, and it may take you like a few sittings to watch it because it's just so bad. Uh, if I ever want to torture myself, I might have to. <laughs> well, I mean, it's watch the Hobbit trilogy or watch the Lord of the Rings cartoon. You know, Ooh. did you know they also made a Return of the King cartoon as well? Would that no? I've seen same people or same style. It, it, it's it's made by the same people who did the Hobbit cartoon, um, right? And the amount of singing that's in that in that Return of the King cartoon is terrible. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's I don't know. It was just it's all dumb, but it's it's stupid fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, you mentioned reading. So it sounds like you're a pretty decent reader, or you've read a lot of stuff. Um, what else are you into, man? The standard stuff, you know, video games. Um, Play any good games lately? Um, the only good, well, it's trying to find the time to actually play them oh, around all mean. everything else. But um, I I'm I'm one of these like very patient gamers, so I will at the moment I've got such a backlog of games that yeah. I can just I think we all do. and it will sit there. Yeah. Um, one of the benefits actually of uh, the working for uh, Microsoft now, I guess, is that you get free Game Pass, which is kind of cool. So oh I'm, snap, I'm really? Yeah, so <laughs> oh I, nice. I get to, I, I'm 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 going to be able to uh, play all the games on Game Pass. So I, I had a go at Flight Sim the other day. Um, got my uh, joystick out and uh, was like, oh, "Oh dang, that looks this, fun." This is, it's 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 very complicated. Very, I, I imagine it's extremely faithful to it being able to actually fly a plane. Uh, but that was a maddening amount of like levers. Is oh right, so I on the left, I'm, I'm going to be throttling up and <laughs> landing gear and making sure flaps at the right angle. And oh no, you crashed. No, that's fine. So uh, <laughs> that, that was that was kind of fun. Um, Doom, um, the original Doom from like 26, I say the original, the, the remake of Doom from 2016 has been really oh, good as well. Oh, so, that was um, such a good game. The, the, the sequel that came out this year, Doom Eternal, holy shit, was like 10 times better. 
yeah I, i've i've heard i've heard really good things so I, I, that one is on the list to play i mean i'm having a real blast of playing like the, Do doom die. 2016 is it, so good it, it is it, it's such a good game the, i honestly ha hadn't even crossed my radar until somebody was like oh yeah the um so uh t this this person was like uh i think it was the sound designer for the game and it was a video on how they'd made the the recordings and they basically just hired about a hundred heavy metal singers who, who did like <laughs> proper like throat throat yeah. singing and stuff like that to do to do like heavy metal um chorus um stuff and you just watch the oh, camera and it's like this is fantastic like oh my god oh that um, sounds awesome and, yeah so but the, i think that the controversy was i think doom doom eternal uh he did some of the tracks but they didn't let him mix it or something like that so they oh, kind of yeah, completely destroyed the dynamic ranges of things I, I don't know it's all audio technical stuff um but that that was a controversy but then i, I was watching this video and i was like oh my god this guy's amazing i'm, I'm gonna go buy doom um and the j that game just gets you you don't have to it's one of those ones where i can just switch off the trouble is it's like i'll switch off and i'll play it and it's like okay i finished that level Oh, that was an hour. It's like, oh crap. <laughs> so, you know, what, what do I, you know, I, I can't, I can't do too much of it because otherwise I'll just spend all my time on it. But yeah. I'm, I'm working my way through it at the moment. Um, but yeah, apart from that, just I'm at like because of the patient gaming thing. It's like I, I just picked up Breath of the Wild not very long ago. That was really oh, good, fun good for the game. Switch. Such a good game. Um, yeah, I, I am real fan of. Um, sort of exploration games mm -hmm. so the the sort of breath of the wild where you, you you're like okay there's a map you can't see much of it um yeah. but if you go to a play if you go to these big towers they will unlock a map for everything so the for literally yeah. i think the first I, I i did the couple of first quests as you have to and then my my mission was i'm going to get the entire map unlocked that is my first priority beyond anything else and, like, and all the towers the are so map. hard to get to well i mean well not all of them but there's some that are really that are a lot more difficult than some of the others yeah yeah i had um so one of the i think i spent literally i think two hours on one of the towers where they had like dancing whiz robes around the tower. Oh you yeah! Sat, sat there with a bow and arrow trying to plink them down is it, is it one that's like in the middle of water too Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I one. think I yeah. know which one you're talking Pain about. Pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I that, that took me a long time to get to the top of. And as soon as you get to the top of it, it's like, right, now I never need to do that again. I just get to the right. top, teleport, and just that's not a problem. <laughs> but um That's such oh, a good game. I, I just recently replayed it. Um actually I think during the pandemic, I think it was. And mm. um my second playthrough of it, and I sort of did the same thing as you, uh, you know, get all the towers first and I literally tried to do everything in the game, and I, I, I have like over a hundred hours into that game poured in, and nice. it's um, it's just such a good game. Like I can't, no, I, can, I, I can't wait for I the next one. I can understand why it's divisive as well. So I, uh, it's one of those things that people are like, I hated it. I, I, there wasn't any direction. I didn't like the fact there weren't any dungeons, um, stuff like that. And yeah, I, I definitely don't like that there weren't any dungeons per se. Um, like mm. classic Le Legend of Zelda, because I'm a huge Zelda fan. Like I've played oh, yeah. them all, ex except for Philips CDI ones. I don't. I've never played those. Um, God, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's. 
I, I would say if I had one major complaint about the game is I missed the dungeons. Now, I know the the Divine Beast could technically be the dungeons and all that, but they just felt like bigger shrines. And that was Yeah, no, I agree. agree. I, I, I think the things I missed, the things I didn't like about the game were definitely the lack of classical uh, dungeons mm-hmm. slash items and uh, weapon uh, degradation, which kind of... I don't like weapon degradation in games. I just feel like it's it's a mechanic that I understand why they have it. It just and and they want you to be exploring this yeah. wonderful sandbox that they've made and there's oh if you if you just pick up the best weapon and start hitting everything with the best weapon then obviously that's going to you know you, you're never going to branch out and do different things. But yeah. I I I don't like that as a I, I don't I, I don't really buy it as a as a thing. It's like, well, you're just making this artificial choice in the game and it's just artificially pissing me off that I have to keep switching weapons <laughs> out. And, and maybe it would be too easy if you if you didn't have that. I don't know. I, I think it probably would be too easy because um, it's I I like the challenge, of, especially when you first start the game where oh, yeah. you have like <laughs> all the weapons are crap. And then as you continue on and explore, you're going to eventually get better and better stuff. And that way, when you finally do decide to take on Hyrule Castle, hopefully you have a good cache of weapons on hand. And hopefully, yeah. you know, you've powered up the Master Sword as well, too. You know, yes. if, yeah, exactly. if you manage to do the, the Master Sword trials or whatever. I think that's... Is that DLC? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, that, that's part of the DLC. I, I, I finally bought the DLC and um, played all through that. And I really... I, I enjoyed the Master Sword trials more than anything. That was oh, really, really cool. fun. Um, so, I haven't bought that. So. so essentially, the Master Sword Trials is it's um, sort of like a, you have to defeat the enemies room by room type thing. Oh, cool. But you start off with zero items and zero armor. So Ooh, y- you, interesting. You, you you can take um, elixirs, like you can take buffs before you go mm-hmm. into the trial. So you can at least have a little bit of help. But it really makes you think and have to be really strategic, even if you have all the hearts you're gonna get hurt a lot yeah yeah so yeah. sounds great and it, it is a lot of fun it, it was some of the levels were freaking tough as hell um <laughs> but um now i i love that game um what, what other ones have you been playing um i like i say i'm i'm, I'm one of these uh I, I i'm very set in my way so <laughs> when I when I find a nice game that I really enjoy playing, I kind of latch onto it. Um, yeah, that's how I was with I, Animal Crossing I, for months. <laughs> yeah, when, before I moved down to London, it was uh, TF2, so Team Fortress 2. Oh my gosh, back in the, such back a in good the day. game. God, I've spent, I dumped so many hours into so that. Was, oh my yeah. gosh, especially <laughs> when it first came just, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Because um, the, there were um, custom maps on... Um, uh, like a UK server that I was on. Yeah. And I was actually getting to the point where, I mean, I, I wasn't like an, an expert at it, but um, I was getting to the point where I would certainly get the, the most number of kills pretty frequently in a map. So it's kind of like, well, I must be doing something right at this point. Um, but then Overwatch came, when Overwatch came out and I was in London and I just, I, I think that was what, 20, Overwatch was like 2015 when it came yeah, out. Yeah, I think 2015 I, still, or 2016 or something. I'm st- I'm still playing Overwatch at this point. I'm 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 still involved with it. I I mean, I don't play ranked or anything like that. I go on and play Mystery Heroes and 
just random stuff, which is really good. Just it, I, it's I, a I fun love, game. It, yeah. It's it's a fun pickup game because I I got back into it a couple months ago and because my wife um she's discovering that she's a gamer now this year um nice <laughs> and so I bought her own uh PS4 and set up and she got Overwatch awesome and um so and that got me wanting to play Overwatch again on the computer you know we couldn't play together but yeah yeah but it it was um. Just fun. God, I, my favorite class is probably Junkrat or Soldier 76. Like, nice. I'm yeah. just freaking... I, I have so many play of the games with them. A lot of cool ones. Um, <laughs> and I've, I've never really done rank. I just do the play queue more than anything. Sure, sure. Because it's... Yeah, what, I, I tried to... I like about the random... Sorry. Uh, one of the things I like about the random is that it because you don't have to think about what hero you're doing, you also get, like massive experience of everybody else so oh, is that what the I, mr hero heroes heroes is <laughs> yeah <laughs> mystery heroes yeah it's um it, it's, is that in the uh, arcade probably... one yes the okay. arcade yeah yeah but yeah the i mean if i was going ranked it'd probably be lucio I, I'm, he's I'm, my favorite I'm healer yeah he, he's yeah. my favorite healer out of all of them like i know mercy is you know, probably one of the best ones and all that, but Lucio to me as a healer, he's the most fun to play. Yes. It's either him or uh, Moira. I'm, I'm a very good Moira just incidentally. So it's, um, yeah, it, Moira is very cool to play. I, I really enjoy oh, that's that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now it's, um, I don't know. I, 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 I get so addicted to blizzard games. Like I know the world of Warcraft shadowlands <laughs> is yet. coming out and I'm just like, I, I have so many other games I want to play. Like, I just finished uh, Ghost of Tsushima on PS4, oh, yeah. and holy shit, that was such a good game. I loved it. <laughs> I've heard like, so many good things, yeah. Like, I, I'm a sucker for, like, samurai, like, Japanese films and all that. Like, I've seen oh, yeah. I've seen so many of Akira Kurosawa's films and a lot of other samurai films, and that game was, like, a love letter to a lot of those old movies and just so good, like... I, I probably played that for about a month straight and finally beat it. And um Nice. And um but I know like with Shadowlands coming out soon, it's I know if I get hooked on that, it's gonna be the only game I play and then I'm just gonna start buying other games like, yeah, I'll play it, yeah, I'll play it. And yeah. just put it on the backlog. I'm trying to avoid WoW so bad again right now. Yeah, I, I I've managed to not get back into it. I, I was in it for Oh god. I, I mean I started what, two thousand and eight and that was what wrath of the lich king yeah freaking fantastic like i've been uh, playing that... since vanilla since like 20 or oh, 2005 wow. so yeah <laughs> yeah so i i mean I'm, I'm i was quite late at the time so um it was basically people at work though we went to the pub after work and uh people were like oh yeah world of warcraft's cool i'm like is it no like oh yeah yeah you should definitely play i'm like all right fine i'll, I'll give it a shot how you know how bad could it be and it's so oh, good it's really good fun and then it's like <laughs> I, I i i don't i don't have a wife i don't have a girlfriend at this point and it's like well i'll guess i'll dump the next three years of my life into this then um in Great. my spare time it's like okay and then and then uh yeah it it got to the point where it's like well people are stopping it, it, it's one of those things i think it's pandaria um like one of the latter uh expansions for or latter things for pandaria and it was just like well nobody's playing anymore and it's kind of this is this isn't as fun as it used to be um and the grind yeah. is properly grindy and it, and i just stopped and 
never really went back i i gave the um classic a go while it was there yeah. and i was like yeah. oh, okay this is fine i guess um it hasn't I, I i never got back into it which is i think a good thing i think it's probably the fact that i just don't have the time anymore pick up games for me are just so much it's so much easier for me to just go and say oh i've got half an hour or so here i'm gonna go and play monster train or i'm gonna play slay the spire or i'm gonna yeah. play uh overwatch for example you know just some, something you can pick up that doesn't need like i can get my phone out and just go okay i'll do the i'll do this bit and then i can pause it and leave it so it's, it's not like world of warcraft where i have to be actually physically at a computer to to play or it's not like overwatch where yeah well so if i if i'm on a computer i'll probably dig out overwatch it's like just easy to go and dive in for a game for five minutes and then leave after five because it doesn't really matter so no yeah, it's, I know it's, what you it's mean. that it's definitely that time aspect as as uh as i get older where yeah, yeah. It, it, responsibilities unfortunately it so. sucks right because it's like <laughs> it, it, it's that age-old thing of you know when you're young you don't have the money but you have the time and now that you're getting older it's like yeah i have all the money i mean not i have more money to buy video games but no time and all that oh, absolutely it, absolutely yeah and it's <laughs> just one thing that just really sucks it's like i know i could go back to play wow you know and, and i i even you know, I've been playing almost every expansion. You know, I even played the latest one, Battle for Azeroth, but I always played it extremely casually and all that. But the thing is that I would just not play any other games or my content would suffer too because, you know, hey, I'd rather yeah. play WoW or something. It's like, yeah, I, yeah. I just got to stop. It's as much as I love the story of Warcraft, that, that's that's what keeps hooking me because I want to know what happens next yeah and all that but i feel like they just got to end it like either make a world of warcraft 2 <laughs> or or something they, i don't know they need something with better graphics um i mean the graphics have slowly been getting better but i, I do agree like they need yeah. to just say like hey this is the last expansion now we're going to come up with a new one with a brand new engine there you go yeah there's a lot of i i think if i've been re i've i've, I've sort of been absorbing information from it like by osmosis and it's kind of like oh yeah we we've made the the leveling um super easy now so you can get to your your character like through the through the starting boring bits super fast but it's like well i i cool that's part but... of the fun though like i, fun, I always right? loved exactly. i always leveling is one of my favorite things to do in that game but but the the levels have gotten a little bit too out of hand. Like they're they're nerfing the levels back to level sixty now in the new game because right, right, right. it's right now it's right up to level one hundred and twenty, which is oh, really wow. It, and it's just it's too much for like me starting a new character. I'm like, oh great, now I have one hundred and twenty levels to go. Do like yeah, yeah you yeah, could yeah. do it a lot faster because there are ways to get it done quicker. But it's like it's daunting, you know. Yes. No, absolutely. Yeah. And it's not as immersive as the World of Warcraft classic was as well, too. Yeah. yeah. So one of one of the I think one of the best things I did was um <laughs> it was one of the weirdest things actually was uh was going around trying to before Cataclysm, um mm -hmm. they because they they announced oh Cataclysm's gonna happen, the world's gonna change. There is mm -hmm. gonna be the last chance to do any of these um quests. And I thought all right, well, I'm going to try and do some of the weird quests for the Lawmaster achievement, try and do some of the really, yeah. really weird ones. Um, where it's like, uh, oh, yeah, you need to go through, uh, like, Blackrock Dungeons or something to grind out getting a bunch of these um, 
bars that only drop like a couple each run and so you have to be you can't solo it as a priest oh the so dark iron a, bars a or something or was it dark uh, it, iron or? i think it was the, i think it was like the ankaraj um opening it was like one of the ankaraj related oh um, okay okay missions i think um and as part of it you'd get things like um you had to be a nix well yeah, you had to beat a Nixia at one of the points, and you like oh, as part God. of it, you got you, you got a recipe that you could only get as part of this quest line. So it's like with tea or something like thistle tea, um, oh my or gosh. Some, sort, some sort of special tea. And I was like, this is amazing. But then the, as I'm going through the quest line, it's like you go to this one thing. It's like they're like, oh yeah, do you have a Nixia's head? It's like yes, I do. And then suddenly, dun dun, you beat a Nixia at level sixty, like original classic Warcraft. I'm like, no, I no, I didn't at all like I, I did i wasn't even playing the game at this point and the game just bugged out because it's like why is this person going through this literally massively old quest line doing because i think at one point you're in um Moonglade or something and uh you have to summon a spirit green dragon and people I are like i know what you're what talking the, about what, what the hell is going on like they they're people who've never seen this thing happen before and they're just like what the fuck like what the fuck is going on? And uh, did, did you ever play Alliance on. back then? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was an Alliance Shadow Priest. Um, do, do Do you remember the quest line where Anixia would appear in the Stormwind Castle? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember when I saw that the first time back in Classic or Vanilla. Um, I was like level nine or level ten, and there's all of a sudden a giant dragon appearing in the castle, and I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm level ten. I'm gonna try to fight it, and. Oh, that was like one of the best things back then. Yeah, I bet that went well. <laughs> oh yeah, no, died so many times. Yeah. Oh god, good old classic. But bar. but it was yeah. it was a lot of good times though. There was a lot of fun times. I met you know some yeah. cool people doing it, and it's just it's a different time now to where we just don't have a lot of time to do it. Um, you know, I wish I yeah. did. I wish I had more time to do it. Like it, it, and I say time where I know like if that was the only game I wanted to play, yes. I could definitely go back and play well, but there's just so much other stuff I want to do. Like, you know, I want to keep doing this podcast. I want to do other stuff. I want to stream. I want to play other games that, you know, I haven't touched in years and all that. So it's, yeah, for me, it is the time thing. Like, I've cut back on... I, I've stopped streaming for a, at least a while, a little bit. Yeah. Um, mostly the... I think mostly because I didn't... I wasn't getting um, the views that I kind of wanted to... Yeah, that's always a tough thing. ...going forward. And it's fine. Like, that's just, a, that's just a consequence. You know, there are other people out there who are younger, better at streaming. And have more time to you do know, it, too. Have, have Exactly, have more time. You know, they, they can stream during the day, like, or they're at university or something. So they, Or they can stream every classes. night, too, and it's like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have to... I, 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 have, I have a period between, like, 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. my time or 9 p.m. and 12 p.m. where I, I can I can stream because I've got to get the kids to bed. Yep. Or, you know, got to spend... You know, and I can't do it every night because I've got to spend some time with my wife. And, right. You know, it's... Well, exactly. <laughs> so so that, that limited time was just not... It wasn't really getting me to where I needed it to be yeah. on that. And also, there's a lot of people who started streaming during... Oh, my pandemic, gosh. So which, many people. <laughs> probably, yeah. I, and I can't compete with that. So at the moment, I'm sort of... I'm I'm kind of happy I'm happiest where I am with the the quiz where it's like I'm trying it, it is actually kind of the only magic stuff I'm doing at the moment which is a little bit sad but 
Um, I know you used to do a lot it's, more. It's this, ti- it's, it's this time thing more than yeah. anything. It's, 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 you know, I'd love to be, I'd love to be brewing modern decks. Like I got into magic back in what, 20, 2016, I think I started uploading videos to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I've been, go- I've been content creating for a long time. Like I, I started in 2016, stopped in 2017 because, um, I, I basically stopped in like June of 2017 because in the last like six months of that year, I did a bunch. I, I've got like a side, not a side gig, but like a side hobby of um, yeah. like uh, open source programming and security. Um, oh, nice. And in that, well, in that time, I, I added some security stuff to an open source project um, and made something like $6,000 off Google. And, you know, that is probably more it's than pretty- I've ever made literally that is a much more than i've ever made off any sort of content creation i can definitely and, tell that's way more than i've ever made in content creation <laughs> <laughs> but it's like i i'm that that side side hustle isn't what i'm looking for creatively yeah as as a person like no, I, I, know what I, you mean. I really enjoy i really love the creative aspect of doing all this stuff if i, if I was coming at it from a purely monetary point of view it's like i would dump my spare time into uh, doing the security stuff like full time, like I've yeah. I've made silly amounts of money off it, um, and it's just, but it, it's kind of like, well, I I'm not going to get famous doing it. I don't. It's not like I want to do this to be famous. It's just, it. I want I want to be having fun at the same time. And it, no, like, I know what you mean. Kind of just yeah. feels like work, right? So right, yeah. yeah. That, that that's why I stopped doing a lot of side jobs like related to IT or networking. Like I, I used to do some like network consulting and all that. Um, used to charge like two hundred bucks an hour and um, yeah, yeah, I mean, and you can get crazy. Makes make some good money doing it, and then it's just I didn't want to do it because it felt like I would leave my day job just to go to do the side hustle where it feels like I'm just doing more work, right? Yeah. Like the same thing, you know? Yeah, 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 totally, totally so, get it, totally get it. So I think this yeah. could be a good place to end it here. Um, we're <laughs> yes. getting close to two hours here and um i need to actually go start prepping dinner um that seems reasonable <laughs> thanks, well thanks for the chat i mean well, no, I thank we, you. we've been meandering all over the place but oh no no yeah. no that, that, that's that's the great thing about this talk about whatever we want um so where can people find you and find your quiz show the battle of wits yeah, so uh, I'm Max Makes Magic. You can find me pretty much everywhere uh, as that. So uh, we've got YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch, uh, though, like I said, not really streaming on there. Uh, Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, uh, the the channel, uh, YouTube channel is where you'll find the Battle of Wits uh, quiz, um, pretty prominently placed on there. Um, and yeah, like I said, new, new episodes of that coming relatively soon, hopefully by the time this is out, within maybe a week. Ooh, awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on. I had a great time chatting with you um, and hope you have a good one. All right. Yeah. Thanks very much. All right. Thank you all for listening to that show. Hope you all really enjoyed it. Um, Max was an awesome blast to have on. I had to sort of cut the interview a little bit short because we were recording around the time when I'm trying to prep dinner right now. I'm actually recording this while, um, you know, prepping, waiting for dinner to prep right now so uh yeah uh so uh had a really great time talking with him um really enjoyed it 
and hope you all really enjoyed the episode as well too. Let me know if you did. And thank you all for listening and watching every single week. You know who you're at. You know who you are out there. You know, even the un the silent ones who, you know, are always silent but just listen anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope you have a great day.